dive back into Emma Goldman's uh, piece from 1914, Marriage and Love, not to be confused with the song Love and Marriage Go Together Like a Horse and Carriage, she makes completely the opposite point. Ba -ba -ba -da -da -da. From infancy, almost, the average girl is told that marriage is her ultimate goal. I can relate to that, although my parents were not really those people. The world around me definitely was. Therefore, her training and education must be directed toward that end. Like the mute beast fattened for slaughter, she is prepared for that. Yet, strange to say, she is allowed to know much less about her function as wife and mother than the ordinary artisan of his trade. It is indecent and filthy for a respectable girl to know anything of the marital relation. Oh, for the inconstancy of respectability that needs the marriage vow to turn something which is filthy into the purest and most sacred arrangement that none dare question or criticize. Yet that is exactly the attitude of the average upholder of marriage. The prospective wife and mother is kept in complete ignorance of her only asset in the competitive field, sex. Thus, she enters into lifelong relations with a man only to find herself shocked, repelled, outraged beyond measure by the most natural and healthy instinct, sex. It is safe to say that a large percentage of the unhappiness, misery, distress, and physical suffering of matrimony is due to the criminal ignorance in sex matters that is being extolled as a great virtue. Nor is it at all an exaggeration when I say that more than one home has been broken up because of this deplorable fact. And um, I, I, the, she uses the word respectability. And I learned in grad school that the term respectability, as we use it today, really came with the rise of the, um, the, the British and American middle classes. And in this, um, along with sort of the accumulation of like a tchotchke and like material things, this need to, um, they can't, you know, they can't still can't be the upper classes, but need to distinguish themselves from the lower classes. They developed this idea of respectability. It also makes me think of Alfred P. Doolittle in My Fair Lady or Pygmalion, who ends up becoming a lecturer on middle-class morality, which was sort of this uh, Victorian slash Edwardian invention, really, is when, is when this started to come around. Um, and, uh, and it really was like middle-class, upper-middle-class kind of, um, kind of uh, were the people who put the really heavy focus on it. If, however, woman is free and big enough to learn the mystery of sex without the sanction of state or church, she will stand condemned as utterly unfit to become the wife of a good man. His goodness, consisting of an empty head and plenty of money, can there be anything more outrageous than the idea that a healthy grown woman full of life and passion must deny nature's demand, must subdue her most intense craving, undermine her health and break her spirit, must stunt her vision, abstain from the depth and glory of sex experience until a good man comes along to take her unto himself as a wife? That is precisely what marriage means. How can such an arrangement end except in failure? This is one, though not the least important, factor of marriage, which differentiates it from love. And I would say that, um, you know, my little sister and I talk about growing up in the Bible Belt, where we had no sex ed. And even our health class was a joke. So um, people aren't talking about it. And yet, I remember about eight girls my sophomore year who were there in the high school who were pregnant. 
And I don't know if they got married or not, but where I'm from, there's still that idea of if you get her pregnant, you marry her, which is what a terrible idea. That's going to just end up horrible and even worse for, for the baby if, you're, if you choose to keep the baby. And, but that's still a thing because you can still become a bit of a pariah if it, you know, if it comes, it comes up that you've had sex outside of marriage, which of course it's 2022 and that is a thing that's happening. Um, so just seeing like how little has changed and still a lot has, um, what has changed substantially in, um, over a hundred years, I'm finding really interesting reading this piece and I'd love to know your thoughts. 